This is High School Not So Much a Musical, a podcast that takes you on a ride through the peaks and valleys of a high school journey. Here are your presenters, Nitin Jalodanki and Ayush Agarwal. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to High School Not So Much a Musical, the podcast made by high schoolers for high schoolers. Today, we're joined with Samhit Padala, a sophomore from Arizona who has a photography business. So, Samhit, could you talk us a little bit? Could you talk to us a little bit about your education, what grade you're in, where you're located, etc.? Yeah. So, my name is Samhit. I am a current sophomore in University High School in Phoenix. So, I am a native of Phoenix. I was born and raised here. I absolutely love it here. Um, I started my business as a seventh grader. So I've been running my business for about three years now. All right. So, Can you just talk a little bit about what, wait, what one, your business does? One interesting does? thing is, if you recognize this guy's voice, it's because he's the person who you've been hearing for the last 15 weeks now doing our intro. So if you recognize his voice, that's who he is. Go ahead, Ayush. Okay. So... Could you talk a little bit more about what exactly your photography business does? When You talked about when you started, but it's pretty impressive that you started a business back in seventh grade where I don't even know what I was doing in seventh grade. Uh, but yeah, could you talk a little bit about uh, what gave you the idea for your business, how you were able to start it at such a young age, how you were able to get clients at such a young age? Like a photography business is like pretty expensive, like the service is pretty high quality, but uh, so it, it's kind of interesting that people were still accepting your services at uh, the age of, at the at the grade of seven. So could you talk a little bit about what, what you did to market? Yeah, for sure. So I started my business as, as a seventh grader in November of 2018. So back then, I purchased a Google Pixel XL. That was uh, one of my main uh, cameras at the time. Um, I had a Canon... Uh, a DSLR, I believe it was a EOS uh, Rebel T4i. I used that as well for photography, but uh, when I got my Pixel, I really enjoyed having a great camera that I can take beautiful pictures of the world. So I, did, I started taking so many beautiful pictures and I realized that I could basically market these images online and sell these images to companies. I can sell them to magazines for licensing, sell them to like stock, images for for commercial use so that's what i started doing so as a seventh grader i created a small little side hustle i wanted to um, see how far my photography can take me so uh after a couple of months doing this mini side hustle um selling um, or licensing my photos that i was taking from my pixel to certain companies i started um getting more people on my team. So in May of 2019, I got my first um, team member to work alongside me. And me and him collaborated um, in such a way that we both were taking photos and were basically licensing them out. And then a two, two weeks after I got the second team member, he, this first team member, he um, gave me the idea of doing photo shoots. I was honestly very intrigued with that. As a seventh grader at, back then, I was very hesitant to do photo shoots because um, first, my age, I am, I was a seventh grader. I was about 12, 13 years old. Uh, people will basically not take me seriously. And that uh, really 
put me back in a sense where I was scared. But um, this, um, my team member pushed me forward saying, hey, I think you can do it. So immediately we started getting, um, we started working on a website um, to start marketing. We did uh, Google ads uh, for the Phoenix area to start a little photography uh, business. And we named this photography business Sync Photography. Immediately, um, we got another team member. So this is our third team member, including me, um, into our mini team. And we started doing photo shoots across Arizona. Um, in a matter of, I would say two, three months, um, all team members got around 30 photo shoots in total. So for birthday parties, a one wedding, a couple of events, corporate events, um, family outings, so, so, family por portraits, a lot of these different uh, photography services that people wanted. And immediately that's when it clicked. This business can really be something for me. So from this point on, we started expanding. We started uh, getting team members from different parts of the US, not only in Phoenix. So immediately we got a hiree from Los Angeles, uh, one person in Portland, Oregon, one person in Houston, I believe the next one was in Tampa, and then um, Raleigh, and a lot of these other uh, cities across um, the United States. And through this uh, point, um, I was uh, getting into my eighth grade year uh, of schooling. And this is when we started expanding our business to India. Our, the current way our business is set up is our headquarters is in Phoenix, Arizona, and in Vishakhapatnam, India. So in the start of eighth grade, we expanded to India and started doing the exact same services, photography and overall um, these services to um, the Indian market. And from here, we started expanding into photography. And then also we did, we started doing videography to these services. But then later on, um, as my eighth grade year started and continued, COVID started. And with COVID, we had to drastically cut down on everything, but we did create a new business plan and we're doing very well now. So Summit, one of the interesting things about like a photography business is that it just requires like finding people and having the materials and everything like that. And having started one of my own businesses myself and Summit and I had like this crazy encounter with Comet Drones, which I'm pretty sure we can get into later. Summit, I'm pretty sure you remember what I'm talking about. Yes. Uh, regards like trademark, intellectual property and all of that, that can directly apply to sync photography. But one of the questions that I had was, what was your motivation to starting this business? So you talked about your phone and you talked about how you saw this need, but how exactly did you find, how exactly were you able to establish credibility among such a, like, it's such a um, concentrated market that there's so many other things that you can go, that you can sign up for because you can go on Etsy, you can go on Groupon, there's JCPenney portraits, Macy's portraits and everything like that. What gave you the confidence to go into such a concentrated market and that you could succeed in that market? Well, I'm a kind of person where if I want to do something, I'll probably do it. And at the time, I wasn't risking too much financially. Um, I was using all of my own personal um, products. So 
I decided, hey, let's why not try it out? My team members pushing me towards it, and I feel I started to feel more confident that I could do something. And that ended that gamble ended up being very good for me. And with this gamble, right, we were having encounters where people were not taking me seriously because of my age. And yes, who trusts a thirteen-year-old? And um, it's um, it was it was quite challenging for me at first, um, encountering you know, these companies or certain clients who didn't trust me because I was a teenager, and still am, right? But um, with the motivation of team members, I just kept moving forward and deciding if they don't trust me. I shouldn't not be worried about that because that's going that's bound to happen. But this is all just a learning experience. So you said that you covered everything financially and you used your own equipment to take pictures. And we have a lot of fellow young entrepreneurs who want to like create a business that are listening right now. So what did you do to afford this camera equipment as a high school student? Like for example, do you invest money that you earn through like the business into equipment? And like how did you just start out? Yeah, so my initial investment to the business, um, my Canon DSLR that I first started using, it was my uh, father's um, camera that he gave to me as a birthday present um, in fifth grade. He said uh, I should, um, um, if you want, I can, you can use it. And I started using it a lot um, after I got my Google Pixel. And my Google Pixel, I had, I, I had gotten a new phone this year. At that year, and I really wanted to have a Google Pixel because I wanted the native um, Android OS, and uh, Google Pixel has a really good camera system, and two and two made sense, and I just really love photography from there. So I didn't, um, I didn't put in any of my own money um, uh, towards buying the camera. I put in my money um, towards a phone, which ended up being also a camera. But uh, using whatever profits I was making from Sync, um, I was able to purchase some um, newer equipment such as a EOS R5 um, mirrorless camera or, or MacBooks or an iPad uh, for video editing or photo editing or many of these other uh, equipment um, needs that I, I or others would have. So you talked about how at the beginning you were able to use your uh, father's equipment in order to start off. Now, I think for startups in general, one of the biggest challenges is just getting like initial revenue. And it's the same thing for like our podcast, right? Um, we're kind of in a phase right now where we're just trying to expand, get more viewership. Uh, and that startup phase is, it can be discouraging because if you're not getting initial clients or for us, if you're not getting initial viewers to the podcast, then uh, it can it can be heartbreaking to like keep just keep going forward. But I think just having the discipline to like for us continue like posting every week and for you to continue offering services is what eventually leads to long term growth. So uh, could you talk about a bit about um, were the profits and revenues you were making at the beginning of your business what you expected to make? Were you happy with them? Were you like disappointed with them? And were you able to push through that to the point where you're at a point where uh, you're like rev like relatively happy with the profits you're currently making. Yeah, for sure. So 
in the beginning uh, i wasn't expecting to make much um but what ended up happening was um i immediately started making profit through um photo licensing to companies so the first day i started my business i licensed out one of my photos to a magazine and that immediately was profit um because i hadn't put any of my own money towards the business and we were making immediately cash flow so i was i was definitely happy back then and i'm still very happy now because that really motivated me to to do better and currently as of now uh, as our um, sync um, uh, entered into the nft space um a lot of our revenue is coming through um cryptocurrency um through ethereum um and with that we are making quite a bit of a profit as cryptocurrency is going up in price um so i'm definitely happy with how our profits have been so you mentioned how your your close friends or i don't know how close you are with them how they basically they motivated you like and you gave the example to like go and do photo shoots so i just have like a question so are are they like in the same grade as you or are they older than you so they the initial team members were a bit older than me they were 2 3 years older than me um they had um, their own cameras uh, that they had for uh gaming and just overall they wanted to create vlogging channels for youtube so they had uh, certain cameras and they wanted to do photo shoots so um they were a bit older than me um they were um I believe they were in high school uh, at the time now um uh they're in college but um they started using um these um a small um camcorders uh for their photography um so that um really motivated me to see hey if these camcorders are taking really good photos that um I could do really good with other camera gear and that just further motivated me and with their overall mental support uh that uh, really pushed me forward. Yeah, so along with that, I think one thing that can benefit our listeners is to interact and be around with people that are older than you. Cuz in your example, they were like in high school when you were in 7th grade and it pushed you to go into photo shoots and it's probably a big reason to why like your business is as successful as it is today. So as of right now, like do you know like how many clients you have roughly and can you talk about some of the most like notable ones? Yeah, so We've had uh, to this day around 500 individual clients companies some um, this includes client uh, individuals um companies and um overall organizations we um we strive to provide the best services to all of our clients regardless of who they are we do not discriminate against anyone um we um truly pride ourselves in the way we treat all of our clients some some of our most notable clients uh, was with our entrance into political marketing um in uh, the election of 2020 we got uh, in touch with uh, two of the major um presidential candidates um of 2020 so we did a bipartisan partnership between two uh, very prominent um candidates that I will not name but um we uh, worked together closely uh, with each and uh, each each of their teams um to provide political uh 
advertising political advice political um and overall just like graphic uh, graphic media uh, assistance to their teams so i wanted to get back to the question about intellectual property and such because um as rishi was saying and as samit was saying all of this stuff takes like so much time and energy and money to like form this business and then when somebody either knocks you off or runs away with all your material or something like that it's really hurtful to the business because all of this work that you've done is completely gone to waste so summit i just wanted to ask you and then i can talk about my personal experience but i remember that when we first met in around um i would say like october of 2020 you were dealing with an intellectual property case in which you had to take down your whole website domain and that you had to reformat it and everything like that so could you talk about for everybody who's listening who doesn't know what intellectual property is what copyright is just a very basic maybe 10 second definitions and the problems that you had with it and your experience overall and then i can elaborate further yeah so intellectual property is um digital property or, or just um property that a company holds so whether it be an idea or how um um any images uh, files any anything of that sort um and copyright is a legal protection from uh for these said um of um media files so uh, for example if i take a photo on a on a camera i immediately get copyright rights to that image um because that is my image and i took it so legally it is under my copyright so then could you talk a little bit about the problem that you had with copyright and everything like that because you were mentioning um a while ago that um that there was some problem that you had with copyright and everything like that and that you had to reformat the website domain and such could you talk a little bit about your experience with it yeah so we had a real estate agent um an entire real estate agency um in um, the city of phoenix who um basically um started using our images so without any permission and what ended up happening was there was a dispute between the real estate agency and a sink um at the time um, we were very confused i was was at what was going on because we never really experienced any major copyright um litigation or any intellectual property disputes so um as a precautionary we took down our website um we temporarily um shut down our social media pages instagram uh, 500 pixels um tiktok um and uh, twitter and many other social media platforms that we were on um as a precautionary measure to see where the the individual was taking our photos and how they were able to market uh, not market uh, profit off them So I think that this is really similar well not very similar but some it um we can go back and forth on this but um if you remember I would say maybe like August of 2021 or maybe earlier than that we ran into a lot of trouble with my startup Comet Drones in which um this was all created in an incubator the whole idea for Comet Drones was created was created in an incubator and Comet Drones is basically just like it's high school drone education so it's just a course and a kit that we sell for high schoolers and it's made for the high school market and because this was made in an incubator it was four people working on the idea there was no clear rights 
on whose the property was and everything like that. So what happened was after a while, we all just stopped talking. And then one of the person of two of the people just ran away with some of the material and said, we don't want to be part of Comrade and we're starting our own company and stuff like that. So that's one of the problems that we faced. So Samit, could you talk for anybody out there? Could you talk a little bit about how people can protect themselves against happening what happened to you and I and how if they are starting a business, how important intellectual property and copyright is and how they can avoid getting their property stolen? Yeah, so intellectual property and overall copyright um, rights are very important for anyone. What I highly suggest is if there's any new photographer coming about, I, I really recommend um, creating a watermark um, for a lot of your images. Um, though, yes, um, people could Photoshop or alter your image in a way that your watermark could be taken out. Having a watermark on images that you post or give to people um, is really important because first it uh, brings exposure to your business saying, hey, this is who took the photo. And second, it's a sort of um, protection for your photo in case if anyone wants to screenshot it. Uh, secondly, um, intellectual property, it's important uh, for all businesses that you encounter um, while um, doing anything related to intellectual uh, property um, that you ha um, have to disclose everything in a sense where, hey, this is my, these are my, uh, this is my property. Um, I'm giving these rights. Uh, I'm not giving these rights. Um, and, you, and you have to make everything clear. Um, one uh, bad thing that many people uh, who I know do is they don't make things clear, which is what happened to Sumit and, uh, in his case, um, where miscommunication brought um, Comet um, to kind of had a dispute between intellectual property. See, so like overall, just having proper communication within between the multiple parties is really key for making sure copyright um, and overall um, prop, uh, intellectual property is not being infringed on. So one of the main things that somebody obviously uses to copyright is the name, right? Uh, I can't just create another company called Google. That it's doesn't it doesn't work like that. That's copyrighted. I wanted to ask you how you came up with a name for your company because I feel like Sync is a very interesting name in that it's super super simple, right? Just Sync, but at the same time, it's very catchy because it's so short. I remember it at the top of my head, Sync, and also it kind of defines like a photography business, kind of like being able to connect multiple people through arts. So if you could talk a little bit about how you came up with the name for your business, that'd be great. Well, you just summed it up right there. Um, we wanted to connect people to the arts. We believe that art, arts in general is um, important um, for anyone because the way we communicate is through art. Speaking is an art. Music is an art. Photography is an art. Art um, really um, helps uh, humans. Um, uh, detox from the um, stresses of life. And we believe that so we believe that that sync really emphasized that our the way that our business is set up is that from start to finish everything is so streamlined. Um, everything uh, from booking 
to receiving um, your files that a client um, requests. It's all streamlined and everything uh, we do is so um, and everything we do is all simple, just like our name, Sync, it's four letters. And which is one of the reasons why um, my business um, recently did some first major rebranding. So we went from Sync Photography to Sync Visual Media to portray our recent um, changes because we no longer are just a photography service. We offer photography, videography, um, we offer photo licensing, political marketing, a photography education. Um, we do NFT services. We do some, uh, so many of these other graphic media um, services. So Sync Visual Media um, is our new name that we um, um, are very proud of. Now, if you look at the some of the clubs at our school, DECA is like very, very popular. I think it's maybe one of the most popular clubs at our school. It has at, le at least 80 members. Yeah, uh, it's 74 that, members this year, the most popular club. Wow. 74, all right. Anyway, the point I was trying to get across is a lot of people are interested in business and are interested in entrepreneurship. Uh, and starting a company young can be a very good learning experience because it's very similar to starting investing young, right? That knowledge that you gain compounds with you over time and helps you out in future ventures. So if you could give some tips to the audience, anyone else, any young entrepreneur, any young entrepreneur, any young person with an entrepreneurial mindset on how, can, how they can best accomplish their entrepreneurial goals and get started as an entrepreneur like you did with your photography business, that would be great. Yeah, for sure. So to any young entrepreneur out there, one piece of advice that I would want to give you is if you have an idea and you want to pursue something that you're very passionate about, do it. I wouldn't recommend doing something just for the sake of getting money or any other um, um, satisfaction. I, if something's giving you real motivation and you're really passionate about it, for example, or some, if you like painting, if you like making beats, if you like um, doing car mods, if you like um, tweaking electronics, these, um, all these different uh, trades out there, um, if people are very passionate about it and they really put their mindset towards it, I truly believe that you could create a sex successful business uh, based on the way that, um, you put your mindset. If, um, for example, I was very passionate uh, for photography, which is why my business has continued to succeed, even through a pandemic. Uh, we were very scared that our, my business um, would have shut down, but um, with the proper mindset, everything um, so very uh, fortunately uh, was good for us. But um, yeah, so just make sure that you're passionate about something truly passionate about something and this passion can move you forward. Okay, thank you so much for listening everybody. And we hope that you join us next time where we're gonna talk to one of the other co-founders of Comet about how he's got the idea for Comet and his contribution to it. And then we'll also talk to a pair of TikToking twins for STEM and youth advocacy. And thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.
Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of High School Not So Much A Musical and a big thank you to Samhit once again. That's our show for today, now roll the credits. High School Not So Much A Musical is hosted by Ayush Agarwal, Nitin Jaladanki and Rishi Sinha. Narration by Samhit Padala. Music from Louis Luang Relaxation Cafe, Tune Pocket and Infraction. If you like the show, please recommend it to your friends and family. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.